like, oh, vinyl is the best ever type. I'm right. not that kind of person. But I will say when we had our music listening night and listening to albums, like vinyl albums, yeah. it was cool. Like I forgot. Oh, yeah. There is some warmth there to is. the sound of that music. It's there. There is much more so than digital, right? So digital can capture the the vinyl, but it's not the same as hearing the the needle on the on the record player. Yeah, it's just something big about that. And there's and there's just something about like you know like for me like I never held the little handle and put it on there. I I think I was like too herky jerky, <laughs> so I always just put my like finger underneath the arm yep. and just kind of place it down, yep. kind of. And then, of course, if you let go too fast, you're like, you're bouncing. And you oh, yeah. Like the yep. And yeah. then when you get to the end, it just keeps rolling around and around <sighs> and making the sound. Oh, yeah. I, I, I grew up with records. Oh, uh, You know, now, now you're making me all like nostalgic. And speaking of nostalgic. So, Mark, I um, the reason why I named our episode, you know, I guess, uh, what, what is it? They call me the working ma'am. Yep. And and when you said that you like Rush, I was like, oh, okay. You know, I've not done a Rush lyric-based uh, titled episode yet. And uh, largely because I'm not Perfect. a Rush fan, but I know okay. some people who love Rush. So yeah. I thought I would give, you know, some credence to you. And then the fact that, you know, with what you do with your company that we'll talk about in a little bit, I just thought this, this song was like perfect. So I was jamming to this music this morning as I was kind of getting ready and prepped up. And, um, you know, Getty Lee's voice still annoys me, but the song <laughs> is pretty good. I kind of felt like though this song, if you listen to the guitar riffs and the chord progression, I kind of felt like it sounded a little uh, Ozzy Osbourne-ish. So, like, so, so wait, if you're talking about working man and that first, first album, the, the professor, so Neil Peart was not the drummer on that. It was actually a different drummer. And then he was replaced by Neil. So a lot of what you're, what you hear is not what Rush was from the second album on. It was okay. very basic. Yeah. And it was much, much better than Ozzy. Ozzy's okay. Rush is the king. <laughs> Well, I'm not into. I'm not into. I, I will say I did enjoy Black Sabbath, some of their songs, but not like yeah. Ozzy. I don't know why Ozzy got wussy to me. Like I don't know. Well, I think it's because he he. And I'm not going to go talk bad about the man, but he got I think a little bit too many drugs, alcohol, something or other, and he's a little <laughs> right. Yeah. No, when you're like shuffling around and like I'm the yeah. angel of darkness, and then he's like shuffling around like Grandpa. I get yeah. Catching yeah. What you're okay, Mark. I know we. I knew this was going to happen. So, are you ready for? I am. Listening? Absolutely. What? What am I doing here? Absolutely, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, my friend. Let's do this. The mic is listening. The mic is listening. The mic. The mic is listening. 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 Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to The Mic is Listening. My name is Sia. I don't know why I keep saying my name is Sia, but anyway, my name is Sia, in case you don't know how to pronounce my name by now. It's not Sylvia. But anyway, so I am excited about today's conversation because, uh, first off, I'm all about supporting our veteran community. I just want to say thank you to everyone that I've met and all the families that are supporting uh, those that are in the armed forces and have uh, either given their ultimate sacrifice and or currently serving or retired. You guys are all rock stars and the families that have to put up with everything. Uh, just freaking awesome. I was actually yeah. in Fort Worth yesterday uh, recording with a client and I met up with this gal. I won't say her name just yet until her 
world clears her up. But she does a lot of support for veterans out here in the uh, Texas area, but it's a national based organization. And um, just hearing all these other clients of ours with their podcasts and all these amazing people that are serving the veteran community. I just want to share that there is a lot of support out there, but there's always more that we can always give. And uh, for those that don't hear it often enough, seriously, heart, heart, heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do. So that's my little uh, rant of the day. Want to welcome um, someone that I talked to back in Maine. We were talking backstage early on and didn't realize how time has flown for us because oh, uh, yeah. this particular individual is like, yeah, we talked like last month. And I'm like, no, <laughs> we talked in May, Mark Casper, CEO of Tech for Troops. Hey, Welcome you, to the yeah. mic is listening. Thank you so much for having me. We're going to have a great time today. Uh, well, I, I I hope so. I You know what's funny is that like, let me just uh, swizzle me up here and making sure I'm connected. Um I got to tell you, like when we first met and I think uh, we were going back and forth and I think I emailed yep. you and said, how do we know each other? Like, yeah. it felt like we already knew each other, oh, yeah. but we didn't. Totally agree. Yeah. I was like brother, sister, you live next door in the neighbor house and, you know, we grew up together type of thing. Absolutely. Right. No. And I think it's kind of funny because it's like, um, I think it's probably LinkedIn more than anything that, you know, there's some yeah. level of connections that we have. And then you just kind of forget as you like engage with people and, yeah you know, and talk to people. And I was like, you know, with what you're doing all day, you're absolutely welcome to join. And, and I'm glad you're here. So Mark, let me ask you this. Cause I was looking at your background. So please educate me. So when I asked you which branch of the armed services you uh, were in, um, you pointed to the red flag over your left shoulder. What does that red flag mean? That is the flag of the United States Marine Corps. I thought it was blue. <laughs> no, that's the Navy. That's the Navy. But Marine Corps is red. We are red uh, red and gold. Okay. I'm yep. sorry, everyone out no there. I am horrible. And my nephew is a Marine. He's a captain, too. Oh. And you think I would know better. <laughs> yeah, he's going to come down on you now. I know. I know. Yeah. Sorry, Lewis. Whatever. You're still my nephew. I changed your diapers. <laughs> so, um, well, so thank you for your service. How long were you in the military for? I served uh, from 1983 to 1987. I did my four years. Uh, never saw combat because there was no, really nothing going on at that time. And then when 9-11 uh, hit, I tried to go back in, but my hearing's so bad, they wouldn't let me. I couldn't pass the hearing test, so they said no, which... Mm -hmm. You know, what did, What do you say? I'd, I'd have gone in a heartbeat and replaced a young man who had his life ahead of him. I already had kids and all that kind of stuff. I would have replaced a young man in a heartbeat. Just just let the old guys fight. Well, you know, I have my theories on that, right? Like, you know, just the, the war in general is just horrible, right? Yep. So yep. Um, it's it's definitely um, wars are fought by those that didn't make the decision to, right? Like that they didn't the set truth. it up. Yeah, I totally agree. So that being said, let's not be negative. Now I want to be positive, pa pal yeah, Polly right. today. So tech for troops. So you got out and what made you say, I've got an idea. I want to serve this community. So the, the first thing, since I got on 87, I, I really thought I had the tiger by the tail. Um, you know, everybody's going to love me, Marine Corps, um, discipline, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And come to find out the civilian world is not that way. And I didn't know that when I got out. Uh, plus, we didn't have computers back there, at least personal computers. And so I, I bounced lots and lots of jobs. I went to college because I had two daughters. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to go to school, I want them to go to school. They really need to go to school uh, as they grow up. And they did, which is a cool thing. But then 
um, did a whole bunch of corporate thing, had my own company and the founder of Tech for Troops and I met at a networking event and she said, why don't you come in, take a tour and I'd like to invite you to be on the board. And I'm like, of course I'll do that. But that company, sure, let's do that. And literally when I walked in the door um, from the outside over here where you see me pointing to that, although you don't see the door, um, is is I was I was home. I mean, I literally knew this is what I want to do the rest of my life, and took a quick tour, 750 square feet. Uh, founder looked at me and said, "You want to be executive director?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And then I went home, told my wife, "Hey, babe, guess what? I'm I'm going to shut down the company, and start this one over here with this nonprofit." And you know, she's like, "What? You don't know what you're doing?" I'm like, "No, but this is what I'm supposed to do." And now we're at about 8,000 square feet. So that was 2016. Uh, at 2022, we're at about 8,000 square feet and we're serving well over 700 vets this year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 I love this so much because, and it's a very millennial thing. Let me just tell you for saying this is having a business with a purpose oh, is such yeah. a almost like requisite that I noticed with people that are coming into the workforce. They're like, look, company could do great or whatever, whatever industry it might be, but there's gotta be a broader purpose overall. You're not just doing it for the sake yep. of, Oh, I'm doing it to make money. If that right. makes sense. And you're a nonprofit too. So it's not like you're swimming in dough that you can <laughs> gratuitously like retire on an Island somewhere. Right. Yeah. So, no. I mean, okay. So going from 700 to like what? 8,000 square feet. That is no small feat. So just real quick, what is tech for troops? So, what we are is a, a veteran service organization, a, a nonprofit that supports in-need veterans and their families, active duty, transitioning, National Guard, et cetera, everybody who's served. And we receive computer equipment from corporations and individuals, small businesses. We refurbish those computers if they're worthy of being refurbished, okay? They have to be high quality, have to have a working video camera. And then we'll, we will either bring them to our training facility right here, seats 24, teach them how to use that computer and give it to them for free, or we'll ship it out for uh, really it's, it's pennies on the dollar. So our average computer that we sell to a veteran, and it's not really selling, it's more like we just need to be able to make enough to keep our doors open is between 80 and $115. And they're oh. getting a really high quality i5 or i7 computer. So oh. the computer is worth about 350. We're getting it to the end of their hands. Uh, for that little amount of money, because one, as as we've mentioned, the deserving piece. It's I want every vet who needs uh, the ha has the ability to get online to use Tech for Troops to get them online even more so with a computer and not not an iPad, not a tablet, because those are. Uh, am I allowed to say certain words? I mean, go I'm for not it. Cuss. Um, iPads and tablets and stuff are porn porn equipment right mm -hmm. you don't do anything with that besides watch videos and uh, that's not who we are it wasn't designed for the purpose of i think it's more i think those tablet things are great for entertainment it's not yeah, meant for that's purpose a, of yeah. business yep. and i don't say betterment but you know for business yep totally agree so we 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 have tablets and, and stuff that we give out, but predominantly it's nothing but laptops with a working video camera, uh, Windows 10, and and that's what we do. And so the stuff when I say they get the high quality, the other stuff that comes in that's not high quality, depending upon what it is, we'll recycle it, responsibly recycle it, keep it out of the landfill. We're at about 600 tons in seven years right now, keeping it out of the landfill. And to me, that's important because granddad, I have grandkids, there's people, there's kids all around the world. And if we don't take care of our earth a little better than what we're taking care of it, um, 
you know, those future generations may not have the quality of life that we have right now. I appreciate that because I think there's so much uh, chemicals like in metals that are that don't yep. uh, degrade, right? Or they don't degrade fast enough for yep. our world and environment. So I've always wondered about that. So, I mean, what is your recommendation then? So if you're taking refurbished, you know, um, computer equipment, electronic equipment, mm-hmm. um, and obviously there are times when it's just not going to be good enough to flip or turn around and resell yep. or re-donate how do you get rid of it then is it upcycle recycle what is it that you do and do you pre-break it apart before you go it goes into the landfills like how does that process work i guess so so some of it is is torn apart right so especially our desktops and laptops will tear apart going to what i call the micro level but it's actually the part level the the heat sink goes in one box the motherboard goes in another and we just we have these big boxes we ship out probably six to eight times a year uh, somewhere close to 20 tons or more, depending upon what we're getting rid of. Mm-hmm. And then those parts, all that stuff goes to our two certified company, which means they promise and they don't put it in the landfill. They will, will, will take that plastic, that metal, the gold, the silver, reclaim it and put it to reuse. So we partner with them and there are things that we get, printers, faxes, CRT monitors and stuff that we have to pay to get rid of. And my last bill from them, $1,300 to do the right thing. Wow. So, you know, it's a big deal. It's it's who we are. I've been a recycler my whole life from a kid, you know, riding a, a bicycle in San Antonio, picking up pop bottles off the side of the road to turn them in for a nickel or a dime to where we're doing today. And it's just, you know, who we are. It's part of who, our DNA. Oh, I love that so much. Okay. So how do you have a team of people um, that are in the back there just like screwing and unscrewing and all Absolutely. that good stuff? Yeah. So we also have volunteers. We have uh, 15 employees, not 15 or 16, uh, who do a lot of that work for us. But we have volunteers and interns. Uh, the last two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we had 41 army lieutenants in from Fort Lee, which is just south of us. And then in the next couple of days, next week or two, we have 52 coming in. So they'll tear apart a whole bunch of stuff for us, put in the parts and pieces, do a whole lot of things that we need to have done. And then that'll allow us to get that whole next batch of stuff in and take that and tear it apart and do the right thing. And we'll, we'll continue with that, right? It, it makes sense for corporations and individuals to come in and volunteer with us. Oh, I love that. I mean, I, I, okay. So, are there any legal liabilities? Like, could you theoretically have like teenagers or middle schoolers do this to learn how computers are put together in general? Is that something yeah. that's doable? So we do. Uh, anybody under eighteen has to have a minor waiver signed, okay. and as well, we require the parent to be with them at all times. Okay. So once they turn eighteen or they're out of high school, you know, they sign their own waiver. They can come in and volunteer. So corporations bring in their folks, but individuals do it as well. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. So how did you find these recyclers? Like all these people, like, is that something that you had to build your own relationship with, or is it like pervasive out there that there's tons of recyclers out there? So there are tons of recyclers out there, but not all of them are R2 certified. Um, The difference in some R2. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, It's a, um, R2 is a recycling certification. Okay. Right. So it's, it's sort of like ISO 9000. 
Okay. You get your certification for whatever that thing is, project management. Uh, you get your certification being a project manager. It's that company has been certified that they're not going to send the stuff overseas, right? We, we all, I, everybody blames China, but it goes to Malaysia, it goes to Canada, it goes to many other countries. And what happens is the people taking that stuff apart, they're literally standing in hazardous waste for a year or more, as long as they're alive, tearing yeah. things apart to make those pennies per day. And our two certified companies, like the ones we use, does not ship it overseas. And I, I, I ask them every couple of months, hey, you're not shipping anything, right? And they're like, no, we don't. Everything goes, actually, all their plastic goes to Dallas. <laughs> and then there's other There's locations. a lot of plastic in Dallas, Mark. There probably is, yes. Hey, by the way, I'm in Dallas, so I can make fun of us. I know you are. I know you are. You said you were far work <laughs> yesterday. I was actually watching uh, Rural TV, and they were doing a big deal, a big hour on Fort Worth. Just, I, I haven't back, been, been to Fort Worth in probably eight, nine years. Oh, I was back. actually in Fort Worth yesterday. Can I just tell you, as much as I love Dallas, I do really enjoy my time in Fort Worth. Yeah. The people there are just so cool. Like, yeah. There's a lot of country in them still, if you will, mm -hmm. but they're still just genuinely nice people. So yep. Frank, Gustafson, shout out to you. I don't know how I was trying to discreetly like say, hey, Frank, on my phone here. And it came out, hey, at Frank Gust Desib. So there you go. <laughs> like, you know, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, Spell check. So I'm glad. That, so you, you found now are these like um, now. Once you find these uh, recyclers, do you fill out like a formalized agreement or is it just something yes. where they just take it yes. on any willy nilly no. day and it's, it, it's, in a, neighborhood? it's a formal agreement with them. We have an MOU spelling okay. out what they have to do and what we have to do. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. Wow. Okay. So how heavily regulated is this? So with what you're doing on that, are there um, legal ramifications if you don't follow through or do follow through? Like, how does that work? I'm just curious. I've never so thought of I never thought of this before. Yeah, no, on our side, there are no legal ramifications. I think the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the court of public opinion would destroy us, mm -hmm. right? If we did something wrong, but with my R2 certified folks, that would be uh, totally destructive to them if they did something they weren't supposed to do, because who would trust you? True. Right. And who would come to us and say, well, we want you to give you our stuff and you're using these companies that doesn't do the right thing. And I, I am, as I said, I'm particular, right? I've been a recycler my whole life. Um, how do we make sure that they do their thing? It's it's because we check on them. We make sure they are R2 certified still. There's a new certification coming out, which costs a boatload of money, a, like 30, 40, 50,000 bucks for them just to get certified in this. And wow. I, I want them to do that. So you... And anybody else who donates to us understands that it's going to the right place if we have to recycle it. I love that. I, I You don't understand how much I love this because I'm literally looking at like over my screen or my monitor. I'm looking at a, like I have a closet full of old equipment that I don't yeah. touch anymore and I don't know what to do with it. And I'm afraid to do anything with it. So if as a um, if I've got this old equipment. Right. I haven't touched it. Like it's probably very usable. Could right. someone like me donate to you or is it more along lines of like you're more institutional donations like as in like a if hp or dell or ibm wants to get rid of their stuff so there's there's two answers to that yes individuals uh we love having them come to our door especially we also use what's called give back box uh it's a web page you go in you click on veterans you find tech for troops and you can ship us up to i think it's 35 pounds in one box for 15 dollars 
Okay. And then UPS delivers it to us. And then corporations, of course, can do the same thing, or we actually have a ramp and a forklift and all that kind of stuff. So if there's a truckload coming in, which happens, uh, we can take that tr everything off the truck and get rid of it. So with all of that being said, if you have a laptop, let's use, just use laptop or desktop, and you have data on that, and you're worried about your data, we guarantee data destruction. So oh. we use a software that is HIPAA, NIST, NIST, DOD, and NSA certified. So all of those organizations have said, you know, doing the video thing is tough. All those, all those four of those, <laughs> it's crazy, I know. I, uh, you know what I end up doing? I just put it both hands. Both and then hands, you there we go. Like you move okay. one down slowly. You're like, oh, that's what I want. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we, do, we do do certificates of destruction for corporations, especially who say we have sensitive data. We want to guarantee that it's gone. And we, we put our life on the line when we send that out to somebody, right? So if the data is still there, then, and it gets out, and they can trace it back to us, we're shut down. I expect to be shut down, right? Not by corporate, not by uh, legal, but by anybody who says, well, you said you're gonna do something, but you didn't do it. Uh, and real quick, we had a company send us a bunch of stuff from all over the world, um, bunches of bunches of bunches. We had 13 hard drives, 13 out of 250 or whatever the number was, um, that we couldn't guarantee data destruction with. There was a sector on that hard drive that we, it supposedly ran the hard drive, right? So allowed it to make its dollar um, uh, data capture. And, and but we 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 were very upfront and saying, if we can't tell you that this is a hundred percent wiped, then we're not going to do that. And we got the permission from them to physically crush them instead. So that's the data destruction piece that we do. I love that. Okay, so now you've totally inspired me. So I've said this many times for the other individuals. I'm the Dallas co-chair of Global Leaders Organization. It's a business organization, very similar. If you've been, if you're, uh, if you know EO, YPO, and uh, like Vistage and all those organizations, um, Glow is very similar to it, and it's it's in the you know 500k to like you know five million range of uh, annual revenue. So we're, slightly, I would say like it's as your business grows, business community. Right. It's often overlooked, right? Right. So now you totally like inspired me. I almost want to do like a glow challenge of all my challenge cha chairs, fellow chairs. <laughs> my goodness, is it is it Friday yet? Monday. Okay. I think I I need it. Let me you and I need to talk offline because I think it'd be kind of fun if we could do a give back spot, give back box from each city within glow oh, for you. And, and if that's something that would work. I would love to support that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, when we get off, I'll give you the, the webpage. And it's honestly pretty easy. You you put in there that you, you pay your $15 uh, and you get a sticker printed off your computer to stick on the box. That's that's as hard as it is. And then you can either drop it off at UPS or schedule UPS to pick it up, I believe. Wow. Might be wrong on the pickup, but you just go to UPS and drop it off. That's, okay. Everyone that's in Glow Dallas, we're going to have a uh, give back box party and yeah. I'm totally going to do this because you know what, even if it's like, do you take like old phones and stuff too? Oh, absolutely. Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, th so there, there, there's a couple of things we have to charge for CRT monitors, printer faxes, copiers, and flat screen TVs, everything else we take. Okay, when you say we have to pay for me, do we pay for you or you, you have would. to pay? You would, a, do a, a, a dollar a pound, and then we have to pay them. When I told you we paid out 1300 bucks, that's because we got rid of 1300 pounds of uh, hazardous waste is what it is. So they take that and they do the right thing with that hazardous waste. We pay them to make sure it doesn't go in the landfill. 70% of hazardous waste in the landfill 
comes from electronic waste. Yeah, that, that does 70. not surprise me at yeah. all. So that's what we do. And that's why we pay them to make sure it doesn't go in the landfill. Okay. So, I mean, everything you're doing, it sounds extraordinarily noble. The fact that you've got volunteers that, you know, come in very much like a food bank, right? People just sign up oh, for yeah. a weekend and I've got this hour group and all that. How much training does someone need if like they want to volunteer their time? Cause you're out in Virginia, right? Richmond. Correct. Okay. So if someone out there wants to, um, you know, volunteer a group or a company wants to go out, does it require a lot of training to, to know what to look out for? Or do you guys do it like right then and there? We do it right then and there. All we ask is that um, if you want, you can wear safety glasses, not always required, but we do offer them if you want it. You can wear gloves if you want to, but the mandatory thing that we have is you have to wear to closed toed yeah. shoes, right? You're in a warehouse environment. You kick a pallet with your open toes. Yeah. Might not be a good thing. No, that same rules at the food bank too, peeps. Oh, yeah. Like, look, Ain't no one want to be around open-toed feet around food anyway. So I'd imagine <laughs> computer equipment, like all that crap coming off and flying all that metal. I'm sure oh, no one wants that. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. So Mark, I can keep talking forever on this. And I'm now totally you. inspired. So we're definitely doing that glow. Everyone, that, or even if you're not a member of glow in the Dallas area, hit me up. I'm totally wanting to do a collection. Um, we have too much crap laying around. I literally, I mean, I have a closet we jokingly call the server room that's got switches, <laughs> old ass switches and old oh, yeah. ass wireless access points that like hasn't, you know, worked or yeah. we haven't plugged in in years. I would love to to offer that. So I'd imagine, let me ask you this. So that's just me and like, you know, little peeps here, you know, individual peeps, not little peeps. Trust me, I weighed myself this morning, not little peeps, <laughs> but individual peeps. What about like corporations that might want or businesses and business entities? Is this something that could be considered a write-off for them? Absolutely. To... Okay. Uh, oh yeah. So so we're um we get stuff from international companies, and they ship it in, and we guarantee that they get a tax ref, uh, form, so they can the depreciation is there, but whatever's left, they can take that off on their taxes as well as volunteerism. So one of the secrets that most corporations don't know about most companies is if you volunteer at a nonprofit, that time that you put there, you can take it off your taxes. I did not know that. Yes. So there's a large corporation here in town. I used to work for, um, and they would have a day of eight hours of, uh, volunteerism, right? All, all around the city, wherever they were, everybody did it. And then those those hours were allowed to be tax write-offs. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. So here we got personal benefit, right? Everyone's got yeah. like us as yeah. givers. Okay. So one of the other services that you offer, which I was really attracted to, is that you do training. So you do education. Can we talk about that a little bit? Because I feel like so many people who have served, once they leave I call it the system. <clears throat> There's not a lot of follow up after the fact to help them transition to right. civvy life. Right. So how do you go about in helping them to educate, train, et cetera? Yeah. So what does that look like? There's two things there. One is we have the, the training facility right here, seats 24. We bring them in quite literally. Um, so I was humbled a couple of weeks ago. I was at a training event and I always start out with the computers open, right? The laptops are open. Well, I had this Korea War vet call me up and say, hey, how do you open this up? I see some tabs on it. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't have any tabs. It's like a flip phone, 
right? That's all mm-hmm. you got to do is a flip phone. So I was humbled to bring our training down to that level. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of other folks who take it into the programming, are able to do really good things with computers. So if they're if they're that good, I don't worry about them. I say, take the computer, go on home. Um, veterans who receive computers probably in about a month and a half, maybe a little less or more, uh, we're actually putting a learning management system on the computer with 5,000 classes from IT to project management to financial management, resume creation. Um, actually, I even saw tuberculosis on there. I mean, wow. just all sorts of stuff that if you want to better yourself, we're going to give this to you for free. Free. So, okay. Did you come into agreement with uh, organizations that created this content, the training courses, and have like a you know, did you develop that relationship or is it something that you can access it for free and you're just compiling it together? No, we're paying them to, for us to offer it. So one of the things we're going to do is talk to corporations and individuals who want to support veterans and say, hey, would you like to have your name on that learning uh, track? Right. So let's use project management. It'd be tech for troops up top, up top tech for troops, workforce development at the bottom will say sponsored by X. Mm-hmm. Right. And you'll pay for that. But we also want you to take an, uh, a couple of employees and become mentors with the veterans who receive the computers. So you'll get a double bang for your buck there. One, they can reach out and talk to uh, Saya and say, hey, guess what? I'm your I'm your mentor. What do you want to do? Oh, I want to do project management. Well, guess what? I'm a project manager, too. Let me help you get through all these classes. And maybe, maybe we have a job for you. If not, I know companies who can use you. And what does that do? Economic development brings them and hopefully their families up to a a level that that they can be proud of, right? Because I know when I got out, I, I, if it wasn't for my wife, I'd probably be homeless or dead. Oh my goodness. I mean, and I just hear about these stories and it it breaks my heart. And the fact that you're enabling them, like I said, this is the rush song, you know, the, uh, they call me the working man. Yep. It's like, you don't have to be living a life where it's drudgery where in the song it says you get up at 5 a.m., you get up at 7 a.m., right? It's like, mm-hmm. wait, hold up. You can actually change up and do something for yourself. And in this world, everything is technology something. There's got to be some capacity yep. that you're going to have to embrace whether you want to or not. Yep. So I am so – Mark, we can keep talking, and I just I love, love, love. So are there – are there, if there is someone that is in the capacity that has budget to do sponsorship or maybe to offer training or maybe to um, offer a tr- you know, training online platform that maybe they're willing to give it to you guys or offer a hella discount, how could they get a hold of you? I have your banner, techfortroops.org, but how else can people get a hold of you? So I'd be happy to give you my email address, uh, mcasper, M-C-A-S-P-E-R, is in the ghost, at techfortroops.org. So, you know, Take that T E C H F O R and just let me know what you want to want what you want to do. There, there's another cool thing that we're doing. I was actually talking to one of my employees here um, a few minutes ago. We're going to start gaming for vets. <sighs> you know that whole thing that people do with their fingers and stuff. I don't understand that because I'm a stand up quarters and a machine guy. Uh, that's <laughs> what I had growing up. Uh, but we're going to start that, and we want to be able to take this nationwide and do multiple events a year. So we're going to do one in Richmond. Uh, October August 13th. I think it's a Saturday. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, um, 
not sure how it's going to go. So we want to make sure it works before we bring it out. But we're pretty sure it's going to be like over the top, uh, wounded warriors involved, the VAs involved, uh, plenty of disabled American veterans are involved. So we're ha- hoping to have like 25 to 30 guys who come out and play Halo Master Chief or something like that. Yeah, me too. Um, and, and it'll be a, a full day of them to party and play and get to know each other. Okay, you need to bring that. Okay, hopefully all goes well for that event and out in Richmond. You need to do that here in Dallas. Totally you know agree. Dallas is like gaming capital yep. of the world. Like I know it is. Like you need to come out here. And that way yep. you have to meet me. I, I can't wait. You know, I I, I was at um what was it Globe Life Field a couple of last year for oh, a, a game. Yeah. And I saw the EA building and I was like, I so wanted to go inside and see this EA building. Dude, there's like, uh, I mean, there's so much in the gaming and esports community out here that like, I would love to introduce you to. And there's, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I'm like, I've got too much people, too many people I want to talk to you and introduce (laughs) you to. And I know we're going to go long on this. So uh, heads up here and Salem, if you're listening, you definitely need to talk to Mark and, and Salem is, this is another event. I think he's, he's going to kick my butt. I can't remember. Navy? I don't remember. Sorry. I think he's Navy. Oh, oh no. That's all right. He's my water taxi, right? He's my Uber. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is totally like, okay. 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 I know we're longing everybody. Just roll with me on this. But I, and I, and I probably shouldn't promote this person because he's a little um, R rated uh, humor. But there's this TikTok dude. And I've been told his early stuff is a good stuff. Now, I guess not so much. But um, Nico Ortiz, if you've not heard of him, Google and look him up on TikTok. He's not definitely for 18 and older. (laughs) Okay. This is an 18 and older humor, but he goes and I think he's army, but he goes and and he, he kind of acts like the, um, what's that called when you're like, he's like the human form of each arm service, like each branch. And so he like responds to a situation, like as if he's army, if he's Navy. And then he added space force to the mix. Oh, he's so brutal. He's so brutal. But but apparently everyone that's in it, they get it. Like he does stereotypes. So you might find humor in that Mark. Like I, 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 I've seen him. He is amazing. (laughs) <laughs> and, and it's true too right it's just, you know. <laughs> i don't know i don't know it is, it is. only my Trust nephew's me. in the marines and i'm like yeah. oh yeah hoorah that's my nephew but, there you uh, go. Hoorah. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh my gosh mark i absolutely love and i'm so happy that we've met yes. and um is there any final thoughts that you'd like uh outside your august 13th event is there anything yes. else that you'd like to share with anybody um before we go Actually, yeah, we have a couple of events coming up. I mean, besides the give back box and getting us equipment and the guaranteed data destruction, uh, we're having a golf tournament in Richmond. Uh, I know that's hard for, you know, if you're in Seattle, fly in. doesn't really happen that way. But if you're in the Richmond area, we'd love to have your support. It's going to happen in November. And then we're going to have our, our annual Hack for Troops, which is a Capture the Flag CTF, uh, cybersecurity CTF. In January of next year, uh, we were going to do it in October, but there's so many other CTFs going on. And right now, nothing happens in January. So we want to be the only one and blow it out of the water. Would love to have the support. And as well, if you know any high schools down there or anywhere else in the country, they can play because it's all online. And we want to bring in the kids because of the cybersecurity piece on that. So we need your sponsorship to be able to make all this happen. Mark, I swear to God, you know my background is in cybersecurity, right? I do. 
I had forgotten. We, this is why we bonded so much. See, this is how you have an incredible memory. And I'm like, what did I have for breakfast this morning? I forgot I, I, about this. So hell yeah, we need yeah. to definitely talk about cybersecurity. Yep. That's You're hitting all my different little happy buzz spots. So <laughs> the last thing you could probably do right now to make me just like utterly happy for the rest of the day, say, see ya, I'm going to launch my own podcast. That's all. I think that's oh. the ultimate thing I think you need to do for me. I don't, but, I, maybe. That's a no. <laughs> Actually, there's something else I was thinking about for you for tech for troops is is maybe something more on the short form, uh, not necessarily long okay. form like a podcast, but something short form. We'll talk more about it because I'm kind of yeah. like for you, I think that'd be more appropriate for your audience, quite okay. frankly. But anyway. Everyone, please go for Tech for Troops. I actually had the link in the comments below. And obviously, if you want to hit up Mark, I connect him with him on LinkedIn and highlight him so you can reach him there. Yep. And obviously, an email, I'll add that to yep. the comments uh, below. Um, Mark, I want to say thank you so much for your time. And I love what you're doing and really do appreciate everything that you do. And, and see, I, I've got to say, you know, this has been a phenomenal uh, talk. And like I said, it's like you were my next door neighbor growing up because we're, we're on the same page with everything. So thank you so much for having me. And and I, we're going to talk more. Oh, I'm sure we are. Oh, I almost, I'm damn, I'm going to run long always. Okay. One last thing, everyone. I'm sorry. Sorry. I know we're wrapping up, but I do want to do one PSA. Um, so recently someone had a health care, uh, health scare. And I do want to bring this up. Um, so if you're comfortable, Mark, just to mention if you're okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened uh, a few weeks ago, my friend? So I had open heart surgery, uh, three valve bypass, and there were no symptoms. And that's the big key kicker right there. There were zero symptoms. And they, my doctor, my heart doctor just kept saying, I got to get you in. I got to get you in. And they heart capped me and they're like, guess what? We're going to crack you open tomorrow. And I'm like, no, Father's Day. Let's wait till next week. And on Wednesday, the 22nd of June, cracked me open, fixed me. And now I have 30 more years of my grandkids and I'm looking forward to life. So I love that. take care I of love yourself it. out there, y'all. Take care. Thank you for, oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for the PSA and sharing that because that yeah, is scary. It is. Thank you for your service. And thank you, all the healthcare professionals, for giving Mark that 30 plus years Bam. for his grandkids. Thank Bam. you. Legit. Yeah, thank you. Legit. Nothing but peace and love, peace and love. On yeah. that note, <clears throat> oh my God. This is my time in my queue to like shut up and get <laughs> things going. Mark, you need to come back because I want an update and you you know. When you come back, it's because you're going to be in Dallas. Damn it, Janet. Because we're going to do that together. You, you know, I'm from Texas. I want Whataburger. Oh, dude, for sure. And Jonathan Anderson just gave a shout out, by the way. Did he? I love Jay. Yeah. Dude, where you been? Yeah. Two of my favorite people. This is great. So we got we got some stories to talk about that. But on that note, everyone, please, I do have to do my little um, cursory ask, brand stuff. Oh, before. Oh, peanut oh, oh butter hold whiskey. up. Hold up. Wait, ask wait, wait, about, wait. Ask, ask him about peanut butter whiskey. Was peanut it butter whiskey, Jonathan. You and I have to talk about peanut butter whiskey, and I ever had yeah. that before. That is like the death on wheels. Like next yes, day, yes, mm -hmm. you did. You did that to him. Yes, he did. You did it to him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, he did. It was great. <laughs> I was feeling no pain walking out. Let me tell you, no pain. <laughs> oh my gosh, that stuff is so dangerous. Okay, yes, it is. On that note, right. okay, as I'd mentioned before, everyone at Glow, yeah. we are going to do a tech for troops. We're going to do a box. Um, a community group thing here. Um, but everyone that's interested in being part of a business community, if you're an entrepreneur, own your own business. We are committed to community, commerce, capital, content. 
100%. If you are not in Dallas, fear not. There are tons of other chairs in many cities. So look down in comments below and you'll see our fellow chairs highlighted. And if you don't see a city highlighted and you want to do and start your own chair, um, let us know. We're, we'd love to have our community grow. And of course, shout out to my own company, Innovation Media Enterprises. Everyone has a story to tell. Do it with a podcast. What we do is we help businesses with consulting, strategy, production, and marketing for your podcast or digital content, whatever it is. We will help you guys get with the times and be hip and cool. And one last time, Mark Casper, you are a freaking rock star. I love you like a love song. You too. You too. Thanks, everyone. We'll hit you up for next week. Uh, The mic is listening. See ya. Bye.